Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks to Canva Pro for supporting the instance. Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Get a free 45-day extended trial by going to canva.me slash instance. And by BetterHelp. For 10% off your first month of BetterHelp, go to betterhelp.com slash instance and start living a better life today. Hello, everyone. I can't talk yet. Hey, welcome to The Instance. My name is Scott Johnson, and I am joined today by Jocelyn Moffat. Hello, Jocelyn. What's going on? How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. How are you doing? You ever start a show, and your first word gets hitched in your mouth, and it almost doesn't come out, and you feel like you should start over, but then you realize that you do everything live to hard drive, so who cares, and just keep going? You ever do that? Well, every once in a while. Sometimes I get my co-host names wrong, too, so there's that as Okay. Well. <laughs> nice. Nice. We are professionals. Yeah. Uh, we just professionally suck. Yeah, always professional. <laughs> of course, that voice being uh, Garrett Weinzer. Oh, hello, Garrett. Welcome back. Oh, thanks. Missed you guys last week. Had a little uh, family emergency here, but uh, all is well. Everything got taken care of. We're good. And it uh, feels good to be back in the saddle. We're going to dive right in today because we have a very meaty, meaty topic. Let's do it. All right. You remember that Twitch breach? Now, we're about a week late here, but, uh, you know, that gives us a little time to stew on it, think about it, bask in the afterglow of what it means to have the world's prominent video game streaming service get completely ripped open wide and have all our data leaked. And uh, (laughs) so we were here to sort of pick up the pieces and do a little bit of analysis, uh, but also just look at the bigger questions around security in gaming and also some of the revelations, like, I don't know, a little thing like a, a Twitch competitor got leaked that Amazon was working on, maybe still working on. We don't know, with a very unfortunate name. We'll get to all that uh, here in a minute. But first, let's talk about what happened. Now, you guys may not know this, but we have a bit of an expert in this field with us. Don't say <laughs> She's that. She's going to hate oh this. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's going to hate that I'm saying this, but she already, this whole week, I've been like way impressed with stuff Jocelyn has brought to the table on this topic. And it's kind of blown my mind. Um, it's because you're you're actually studying this right now, right? Like this is a this is your thing. I am. Yeah, I started uh, in January st- um, studying information security, with cybersecurity, basically. And uh, yeah, so then Twitch got breached, and I was like, oh, "It's my two worlds collide!" <laughs> in not a good way, actually. No. Well, I, I was going to ask you, like, as somebody who's like in the thick of uh, you know wrapping your head around all all things infosec, did it? Did it happen? And did you have even just a a brief moment of, oh, this is I mean, this is bad, but this is good for what I'm doing and learning like real world (laughs) thing happening. Right. 
Yeah, it was it was really funny actually because like now my Twitter is all like Twitch gaming people and then also infosec people and I knew it was bad because it was the infosec people that were like, "Whoa, this is happening!" And I was yeah. like, "Wow, the fact that it's not my Twitch people freaking out about this yet means it's actually a really big breach." Yeah, no, I'm glad to <laughs> hear that. Like when my parents mentioned Blizzard drama, I'm like, "Wow, okay, it has reached yeah. a, 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 a magnificent shit mountain." Wayne, did yeah. that? So what? Can I ask you just what? How did they bring that up with you? What was the... No, yeah, you'd usually like on the phone, like, hey, what's going on with that blizzard that you cover? And I'm just like, oh, God, if your sources of news are covering this, Man, then yeah. That's a... Yeah, I, I was trying to think of anybody around me and my immediate said anything. Well, I guess a few people did. My mom has no idea. Sometimes my dad goes... You should think about buying Blizzard stock because it's at an all-time low. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Dad. Dad, thanks. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's kind of not at an all-time low, is it? It's still doing fine, I think. Uh, I, I, dude, I don't know. I haven't looked in a while. Last yeah. thing I'm going to give is anything even remotely uh, resembling stock advice. Yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't come to the show for this. But today, you may get some really good InfoSec advice uh, from the show. And uh, let's start where this whole thing started from. As usual... Why do all the shit shows seem to start at 4chan? It's always there. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Oh, a building collapsed or a giant monkey was found or uh, somebody hacked the Pentagon. <laughs> it's like, oh, where did it come from? Oh, 4chan, of course. The ugliest freaking <laughs> image board of all time with all the all the worst people go. I'm probably setting myself up for a hack by saying all this. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always 4chan. It's not even the worst of it anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. 4chan so- is just where I used to go to get my wallpapers. Yeah. Back in the day when I first had my like first 1080p monitor, they were like the only place that had dope-ass anime 1080p wall- wallpapers. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Why? When you started with that two sound, I didn't think that you were going to say 1080p. Yeah, I thought <laughs> like, something else. All those big- Animate. <laughs> oh, you know. Listen. Right, right. Yeah, it's all listen. about the resolution. Sure, sure. I was a certain age when I got my first 1080p uh, monitor, and I'm not saying that that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not either. And that place is, you know, they're known for having uh, anime, a certain kind of anime. Let's put it that way. Uh, I uh, believe the term you're looking for is thirsty. It's a thirsty bunch. It's over a there. thirsty bunch, sure. And they're a little bored, and also they like to mess with the world and stuff. I mean, as, as I'm some, learning so much about Garrett right now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, so hold on, Jocelyn. When you in in studying infosec issues and stuff like that, is I, I assume because so much of it is a real time effort. Meaning, like, if I want to study art history or I want to go study, um, I don't know. Whatever it's a, I usually am getting more of a historical what we know up to now. Like math's been around for a long time, so here's the math we've known about for a really long time. But isn't it kind of real time for InfoSec? Because this stuff's happening like now, like yeah, right now. Basically, well, almost all of my classes, regardless of what they're covering, have like dedicated the first fifteen to twenty minutes of the class to be like, hey, here's the big thing happening related to this class this week because there's always something like there's something's always happening so there's very much a like a focus on the basics which is really good for me because i don't have a computer science background so (laughs) there's a lot of this stuff that i'm just like oh my god my first semester was really difficult but um but yeah it is it's a lot of like 
basics of like how operating systems work, how you set them up, um, how like networks work and routers and switches and all that kind of stuff. Like it's a lot of real basics, Mm -hmm. but then kind of layered on top is like all of these discussions of like how it works in the real world with like imminent current event examples because <laughs> right. it's a, they're always there someone is always 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 getting hacked <laughs> yeah and this is a i mean this is a big one it's funny i was talking to tom Merritt on his daily tech news show about this and they don't normally cover outages or hacks because there are so many there's something yeah, every day yeah, you can't like, yeah even no if you had there. a dedicated show right to like infosec I, you wouldn't be able to cover everything that happens in a week you'd but, be talking for eight hours <laughs> yeah but once in a while something's so big and so massive and that's what we're talking about today so somebody on 4chan po- posted 125 plus gigabytes of data on the site they labeled it as part one although we've not seen any hide or hair of part two part three but the scuttlebutt is there's more coming who knows what that'll be i don't know what else it could be to be honest there's this is almost everything uh, well, it's everything aside from user data. That's the big thing. That's what normally you see leaked alongside anything else they find. But in this case, this particular 4chan user very much seemed to, I mean, there's a whole ethical discussion about, you know, whether they're doing the right thing or not. But their whole thing was basically attacking Twitch itself as opposed to the user base and trying to, as they put it, um foster competitiveness in the video game streaming space okay because uh yeah th- so there was no like um passwords or usernames or personal information like none of that stuff was leaked in part one yeah. <laughs> which is why i say usually user data is the thing that's like the least protected yeah. <laughs> like companies like usually lock their code down like that's their ip right right so if they were able to get to the source code, then they probably went through the user data to get there. Yeah, and they probably, if he, if he is the white hat hacker he's claiming to be, and I'm not saying he actually qualifies, but he's claiming to sort of be one. It's all about going after Twitch, not after us Yes, as users. If that's true, if we hold him to that, then that makes me think part two, part three, whatever comes out later, will probably be that user data, but part one was a way of telling everybody, change your shit because I have all this. So go get your, yeah. change all your passwords, get your two-factor authentication going. Like, don't, you know, don't sleep on this because I have more coming. That's what that, that maybe seems like maybe what, why there's maybe parts. If, if indeed he's, he's if really. there is even more. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Who knows? Now, uh, Garrett, do you think Mixer should have hung in there one more year? <laughs> <laughs> Would this, oh, have been, would this have been the time yeah, for Mixer? I got back into Forza Horizon 4 because everyone but me, it seems like, got early access to Horizon 5, and I'm yeah. itching for it. And there's Mixer logos all over that thing, like a pox. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of my thought. It was like, oh, shit. I bet you wish you were still around this week. Yeah. It does um, feel like – it feels like a, it would have been just lucky happenstance. If, to me, it's a little bit like New World, which we talked about last episode that game benefited so much from everybody being a little bit down on wow right now and mad at blizzard and maybe final fantasy is not your thing where where everybody else seems to be going and so it's like this happy moment of you're going to be successful because of the zeitgeist of the moment congratulations and i feel like mixer may have had a moment like that here if they had existed just one more year you know yeah i mean they really struggled with kind of like organic uptake right and so this might have might have given them a, a surge of that. 
um, it's so hard to know that like Twitch is such a monolith. It's, yeah. it's really, it's going to be, if, if, if Microsoft couldn't do it, if Microsoft couldn't throw enough money at the problem, like who can. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, this, I think this speaks to the, the size uh, and scope of, of Twitch that uh, this Which- hasn't. Yeah. killed them right <laughs> yeah well and that was kind of the the point i think that the the user who posted the data was trying to make is that like something like this might have killed any other company like if this had happened to mixer it would have killed it before it died oh, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. you know but twitch i mean we're streaming on twitch everyone like literally the next day before things had even kind of settled and we knew exactly what was in the breach and all the rest of it, people were still logging in and streaming and using it like there was no big deal. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's nuts. So, I mean, Twitch just seems like at this point, like too big to fail, which is kind of scary in and of itself. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some, some former staff uh, actually talk about these security efforts being deprioritized, meaning not, you know, nobody, nobody was prioritizing security at the company because, quote, everyone loves Twitch. No one will hack us, unquote. Uh, <laughs> I wondered about that because I thought, well, <laughs> if you're the <laughs> if you're the only game in town or you're the big game in town, like, you know, people can go to YouTube or whatever. And there's other options out there. But this is the big game in town for live game streaming. And otherwise, um, the, you do. I think you could get lulled into a sense of. We're sort of untouchable. Everybody only uses us. We're the only game in town. Um, sure, we're using code from 2011, and and we probably should do something about that. But ah, it's no rush. We're okay. Uh, we're too busy worried about these hate raids right now or whatever, although they probably weren't that worried about them. <laughs> They're- Oh, we've seen their source code. They're not building anything. They're working on a Steam competitor, yeah. not tools to help their creators. Like yeah. we know that now. Yeah, that's actually the one of the best best part, worst parts about this, depending on who you are. It does kind of lay bare what they're doing, what they're up to, and what they're up to is maybe a Steam making competitor money. and ma- yeah, making money. Uh, only doing, only working on tools that make more money for their bottom line. Uh, and then all those, you know, big giant lists of, uh, you know, payouts, who gets the most money and why and that sort of thing. Uh, a lot of people are upset about that, but that was already kind of easy math to do. Just go to somebody's channel and go, all right, well, I got a thousand subscribers. Do the, do the math in your head at about five bucks a, uh, a month. And I, I did not understand anyone having yeah. any reaction to that other than oh cool grass is indeed green the sky is indeed blue yeah the only like, thing i was shocked about was critical role being the top and also like so far ahead of everybody else yeah and i only say that because i don't pay attention to critical role like i know who they are and what they do and stuff but i don't like i'm not a D person same. so yeah yeah like that like I, I i'm aware of them but then to see them like triple the number two person i was like damn yeah i legitimately thought, like <laughs> i thought those numbers were low like my yeah. my, my reaction was oh well, i thought they made more money like, yeah so the the thing about that is it's only the money that they get from their twitch subs and bits right so that's not including any advertising that's not include or like any um sponsorships it'll be twitch advertising it's basically all the money that twitch has paid their creators but there is no creator uh, that's making millions of dollars from subs that is only getting money from Twitch, yeah. right? They're oh, getting yeah. money from sponsorships. They're getting money from outside donations because not even everybody donates through bits. Like that's right. not the be all end all of those creators income. 
it's going to be a large chunk, but there's, <laughs> there's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same feeling and that's, you know, I, I saw it and went, Oh, I mean, the critical woe one actually surprised me at how high it was just as mm-hmm. compared to everybody else's. Yes. Um, yeah. The gap was big yeah. and I, and I, that seemed crazy. And of course, like any economic uh, flow chart, it's just, it's one percenters, more like half of one percenters. They get all the money at Twitch. There's a long ass tail, just a yeah. goes forever where people are making next to nothing. And, you know, think of it as any, I don't know, anything where the top 1% makes all the money. That's just kind of what it is. Um, so that was interesting just from a data analytics standpoint to, to sort of see that curve. Um, but yeah, people being upset that, oh my gosh, I can't believe so-and-so makes whatever he makes. I mean, you could have looked at his sub numbers and figured it out for yourself. It's not that that wasn't really, you know, secret data, uh, as far as like Twitch payouts. But anyway, so that was part of this whole thing. Um, the main thing though, is it included Twitch at source code, creator payout stuff, which we talked about the steam competitor, which had a really weird name. Did we write that down in here? I don't think we did. I didn't uh, know. <laughs> va- va- vapor. It's literally called vapor. Vapor. Like, like, they might as well have called it not steam. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> steam synonym. Yeah. It's weird. Like a weird uh, vapor. And I mean, that may have been like internal code, you know, like code name for this. It thing. probably was. I don't think it would have launched it. Like they but could it have been more telling. That. I mean, it's yeah. very <laughs> telling. Yeah. Like if I was doing a code word and I was really going after Twitch, I would not be all snarky about it and call it vapor. I would say you could have named it Gabe is Senpai and it would have had let it landed the same. <laughs> oh my lord. You're right. Whatever. <laughs> uh but we don't know anything about that other than uh they were gonna call people vape something. It was dumb. It was really dumb. I can I mean so that's the other thing this sort of stuff reveals. It reveals a lot of sort of goofy corporate moves and culture and stuff sometimes i mean not a lot but a little bit well and you never know right like it's it's probably not um anything that was ever going to come out to the public that's the thing right these are all the the programmers inside jokes they're the winks and nudges they're like this kind of stuff doesn't usually make it out to us this is just programmers messing around in their day-to-day because they don't expect anyone to see it (laughs) no no they have no idea by the way the site i don't know if people know this but the site was also hacked in 2014 that was a pretty major one um, I'm not sure how many people remember that though. Anyway, it was so well, extensive at the didn't time. They publicize it really. Yeah. They put out one blog post in 2015, but the like insiders that worked at Twitch were saying the 2014 breach was actually worse than this and they had to Oh my lord. rebuild everything from scratch. <laughs> so they start they started over. Now you'd think, I mean it was 2014 so we're now some years on, but you'd think that starting over meant all right, we're, if we're starting over, it's security job one and everything is going to be perfect from now on until forever. And uh, <laughs> I don't think that's what they did. I also I, I read a really fascinating back and forth on on uh, Reddit between some video technology experts. So guys that are super into like, you know, MPEG standards and what does what and how you compress this and who has the rights to whatever. And Twitch has refused to pay royalties, I guess, in the past for for uh, whatever video codec technology they were using early in the site. And as a result, they took, a f- they made a fork from some open source stuff and then kept it secret. And how they got away with not having to report who owned source code or something was to never reveal what they built internally. And as long as it never got revealed, they were in the clear. <laughs> but but now it's revealed, like totally revealed, like what they use, how they use it, whatever. 
So now they're faced with like, what are we going to do about that? Because now our proprietary thing is out there and our only choice is either jump on board and play pay royalties for the, the thing we have to use or we keep using this. But now it's like supremely hackable and everyone knows what it is. Like I didn't expect that kind of level conversation. And there was a lot of talk about that as well. Um, some of that may be boring for a lot of people, but I find that fascinating. <laughs> Well, think that's, about it. that's what I thought about this whole episode. I'm like, I am so excited about all of this. And I'm yeah. like, but I think Garrett's going to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, Garrett, how you doing? You doing? You hanging in there? You're, uh, you're feeling all right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't have a, a horse in this race. No. Like, I, I'm not a streamer. Um, and yeah. I, but look at you now. Look at these lovely pixels of Garrett assembled across the country in a meaningful way. And yes, let me critique Twitch while critique while on Twitch. While on Twitch, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's that's all right. Uh, if you go, if you pull way back, it you could say into a lot of question, like yeah. like you mentioning the hack in 2014 and then building back and and shouldn't they have made it more secure? And it, it, my brain just goes, there's no such thing as truly secure. Like, well, yeah. no, like, there isn't. There never is. That's very true. Like, um, cybersecurity, infra- information security is very much a arms race, and it's like. Each side is constantly trying to figure out what the other side is doing so they can stop it or break it. You know, like <laughs> it is very much like us versus them sort of deal. And uh, yeah, it, there is no such thing. Like if you build it, then they'll try to break it. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> right. Now, do you think the the fact that the actual code base for all that is Twitch, like how it works, all all of it is out there now? I mean, does that mean... I don't know what that means. It doesn't mean somebody can just make their own Twitch now if they're smart enough and have enough resources to just go for it. Was there anything proprietary enough I here? Mean, if, they, if they want a Twitch that is just as vulnerable as the Twitch <laughs> that just got hacked. That's the thing, right? Like, yeah, go yeah. go, get on in Microsoft. Where are, you, where are you at? Where are you at, Microsoft? Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Like, if, if it's got this many holes in it, why would you want to? I guess, I, guess, I, I guess the bigger question is, does it really harm them in the long run? that all of that is now out there because they're going to have to do so, do so many things that are like starting over anyway. Problem with yeah, starting it's, over. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's going to be, it, I think it means a lot of extra new work on behalf of Twitch and we're not going to hear about it because it would no. be dumb to talk about what they're doing publicly. You don't want to let people know how you're building up your walls. Yeah. By the way, uh, it's just some to clear up some, uh, some confusion in the chat. When I said that this guy fashions himself as a white hat hacker, I'm saying he does. I don't. I think it's a malicious hack, and I would put him in black hat country immediately. Uh, he's he's. This is a malicious attack, regardless of how you feel about Twitch or their security or that they got too cocky or all of those things can be true at the same time. But this isn't a benevolent, uh, you know, working for the people, dude. They all think they are on 4chan, but they're not. Oh, I'm setting myself up. <laughs> I'm setting myself up. I'm going to get hacked. Something bad's going to happen to me. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, the um, uh, was a oh, so real quick before we jump off of it, Amazon potentially competing with Steam at some level. Do we think that would work? Like, do they does Amazon have what it takes to actually compete? Because you could argue nobody has yet. Epic has has got the most money to do it, uh, at least so far, and they kind of haven't made some inroads and they give a lot of games away for free to keep, try to keep people over on their platform and do exclusivity deals for six months and all that. Um, 
it strikes me that if Amazon was going to try to do something like this, they would have to launch with a massive library. They would have to be really competitive from the get-go. They certainly have the pockets for it, but do they have the heart for it? Um, and it, again, reminds me of like, well, did Microsoft have the heart to push Mixer all the way? And they didn't. So why would Amazon be any different? This also could be an old reference. They haven't said, you know, they haven't talked to that at all. They haven't said, oh, we're still working on it. They haven't said anything about the the potential Steam competitor. So my gut feeling is it wouldn't work. It's just impossible to go from zero to Steam in any kind of reasonable. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it, like anything, like like being a Twitch competitor, honestly, or being an Amazon competitor. Like Amazon is this, they are this giant monolith that you can't knock over in their in their in their domain well, you got, yeah i think you got to come at it from a different angle right like i mean and who knows because i don't i can't look at code and know what the hell they were building right. um but like with a name like vapor i just go oh you're just trying to rip off steam like you're just trying to do like steam and like like yeah okay you're in the 98 degrees to the backstreet boys congratulations <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> like I look at Epic and what they're doing, like they've just been slowly just like, yeah, you come here to play Fortnite. Oh, by the way, here's like a free game. Okay. We got like three games on the Epic store. And a few months later, like we have all the games and half of them you got for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Like they're just Robin hooding their way to, to market capital. <laughs> like, Yeah. I think that's a fair way of describing what they're doing. I don't know. You know, will they ultimately, out steam steam i don't think so at this stage i i don't think so but i mean they're going at it differently they didn't try like like microsoft tried to just be twitch like we made our Mm -hmm. own twitch come to our version of twitch which it's it's hard like it's so hard to do that there's only like so many examples across history of where that succeeds and yeah like look at theme parks and how many times every competitive disney has had to be bailed out or gotten additional like you know investment um so like I look at what Epic's doing and they're 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 going about it smartly. They started small. They started you know shoring up and expanding their store like one title at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they can. They don't this isn't their entire, you know, this isn't their whole basket. It's just an it's a new basket they're willing to lose a little money on for a while and see see what dent they can make. And I feel like they've made a made a dent. Um some people really hate it, but they just hate it on principle. Oh, dude, I remember when everyone hated Steam. Everyone yeah. likes to oh, forget yeah. that we all hated Steam. Yeah, everyone was mad days. at Steam when it started. And, and you know, now God, it's I, like... I remember having to hunt that piece of crap down every time I closed it and Control-Alt-Delete. <laughs> like, oh, I know you're still running. I know you're still using memory, you great piece of crap. Like, that thing was a hell. But, oh, damn it, I, I had to play. I had to play Portal. I had to, I had to get that orange box. Yeah. Like, they got me. They, they had did. me by the... They had me by the the lambda had symbol. By the portals. Yeah, they had you by the portals. <laughs> the portals. Yeah, and uh, you could say our, you know, uh, Epic has you by the Fortnites, and they don't have us by the Fortnites, but they have a no. lot of people by the Fortnites. No, and, uh, but that's the thing, right? Like Steam, like over time, it just became like, I, well, I've just got so much here. It's just this is just a way I game on computers now, and I I think Epic's been going about it kind of the same way. Where like they're kind of getting to that point where like if you have taken them up on enough of their deals, you've got enough games to play there that you're going to start to not really think about it all that much yep. when you fire it up to go play your games that you got from sure. them. Well, let's... Um, and the same thing happened with it there. So, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Same thing happened with the damn EA store. I remember when that <laughs> horrible SimCity game came out. Oh, my Lord. Um, but, yeah. you know, I still got some games over there. And sometimes it's just, it is it is what it is. I don't, I don't 
really think too much about it. But. They've basically given up though. They're like, okay, all our shit's on, <laughs> all our shit's on Steam now, and yeah. it's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, oh Game Pass. Do you want to have EA Play in there? Go ahead, just have it. And like they're yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, there, there you go. They're uh, giving up. <laughs> they're giving yeah. up, and I'm fine with them giving up because the games I want to play from EA are now things I can just grab and play for free on Game Pass. So I guess yep. thanks for failing. Good job. <laughs> Do you think that the one thing that that Amazon has over Steam, well, I guess two things. Uh, first is Twitch itself, right? Like right. Steam has uh, like trailers and everything that are provided by the game companies. But like we've seen, like obviously Twitch is super popular and seeing somebody play a game can often get you interested in stuff or even seeing somebody talk about a game. I had a Sea of Thieves streamer that I was watching the other day who was talking about a city builder for beavers. And I went and bought the freaking game because I was like, well, I love him and he loved that game. And also yeah. there's beavers. So yeah. why wouldn't this be amazing? No, I, so- I, I think that I, I think the Twitch are- app, the Twitch app and combine that with uh, a store or a storefront. Like, I think they I think they definitely yeah, see like the potential there's maybe that. potentially something there. And then yeah. the fact that they're backed by Amazon, Amazon, like you said, is this giant monolith no one can take down. And their business is working with companies and selling their shit. Yeah. So, like, you would think of anyone to come up against anyone in the sales category, they've got to have the, like, business acumen and the contacts to potentially make inroads with companies and get, like, you know, offer everything $5 cheaper or right. something. Like, who knows? Like, they have the the capital to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just what if you googling beaver city builder? <laughs> but what it's if like, you it's like timber timber lost or timber? Um, it's actually timber really born, it's a really cool game. Timberborn, yeah. Timberborn, okay, there you go. <laughs> it's cool. It's like uh, beavers became super sentient and uh, smart and stuff and built built I, cities. I need and farms. an angry beavers Nickelodeon skin for this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it has workshop support. I don't know. But you can put voice acting in it. I'm like that Nickelodeon fighting game. That'd be great. Sure. But I okay. So one of the things that um, this conversation has struck up in my head is why not the reverse? So when when you go to Steam now, there are often, especially with new games, there's a live stream up happening up 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 top of the game, and usually it's the devs or somebody playing it. Um, but this happens a lot when you go to the Steam store, and they're just using uh, Steam's built-in stream capabilities that steam has had that for a long time you can stream your gameplay to your to your friends or to the public or whatever you want um but people don't flock there for streaming because well a there's not a lot of community tools or the, you know there's no bits there's no uh freaking subs there's no you know all the fan stuff's just not there that's one thing but also i think it would be equally as uh, equally hard for steam to suddenly say we're going to start a streaming service to compete with Twitch as it would be for Twitch to say, we're going to start a store service like Steam. I think they both have the exact same problem. The, 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 the people are here and, the, and, you're not, and they're not over here, but these people are here and they're not over here. But also there is crossover, right? People playing games on Steam aren't streaming them on Steam. They're streaming them on Twitch. And yeah, people yeah. who stream their well, games on Twitch are buying their games from Steam. Like, like they're all, they, in other words, I know they all want to be everything to everybody, but I don't think either side has much of a chance to, to, to poke a hole in the other side. 
Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, you, I think there's, you know, there might be a world where you go about it your own way. Like, you, like if Steam wanted to have its own streaming service, like you play to the strengths of Steam. Maybe it's built into Steam. Maybe it's like built into like your player profile, and it's just like, wait, hey, just stream to your profile page, and it becomes a link you can share. Yeah, and there can be integrated chat, and you could like make it more Steam specific. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at the same time, too, it's just like I don't know. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Like, do, mm-hmm. do what Epic's done. Do, you know. Know your niche. Just, yeah. Exactly. No, yeah, like, niche down. Like, double down <laughs> on your niche. Like, really hone it. Um, I mean, hell, that's that's why anyone has ever started listening to anything I've made. I was like, I, w- I would have loved, you know how much I would love to have a general video game podcast? You know how much I would absolutely love that? Yeah. You know who would find it? Three people and my grandma. <laughs> That's who would find it because that's how many people are out there making general gaming podcasts. It's the worst thing you can do if you don't have an existing audience and you want to build an audience from scratch. You know what I did? Mm. I went on iTunes. I typed in StarCraft podcast. There literally wasn't one. And I started one. It was impossible to not find me when you Googled StarCraft podcast. Yeah. Well, find the niche and aim, aim hard and go. I agree. Um, I mean, yeah, that's the instance was that yeah. I wasn't, I, I won't pretend I was smart enough to understand why it was happening when it was happening, but, <laughs> but all I know is like, I want to make one. There are only three. They're bad. I'll make one. And then, they were, I listened to the oh, other ones when you were, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they are now. I think they're all gone, but, uh, but, but I remember at the time it just exploded after that. And I went, Oh, Oh, okay. Uh, you find a niche people are hungry for and you go for it. And that's, that's good podcasting advice. Unless it's something yeah. you don't want to do, like don't don't pick a niche that seems like no one's doing it, but you have no interest in it. Still have it be something you like, you know. Like don't don't go. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think what it would be. Like you want to do a podcast on? Are growing. you saying you should not go chasing waterfalls? Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Stick to the roads and Stick the to things. The rivers and the rivers and the lakes you're used to. The roads. Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot how I went. From a water reference to a man-made <laughs> <laughs> ground reference. <laughs> I forgot what I, I forgot the words. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the moon and the deserts that you're used to. Yeah, the moon. The moon and deserts. That's right. I like your lyrics better. If Back to Portal. Gotta go to space. Yeah, go to space. <laughs> Shoot the moon. Oh my gosh, that moment in Portal 2. No, oh, Portal 1. Is it Portal 1 or 2? Two? 2. That was 2. two. Okay. That was 2. Dude. Yep. We ever get... Uh, whatever. We'll get to we'll get to we'll get to uh, back. Uh, the, the, easy easy. Turtle Rock needs to buy the rights to Portal there because you're go. allowed to count to three as long as you are no longer at Valve. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that because that's that's a, that's a thing. Uh, all right, here's what you need to do as a viewer though. If you haven't already done it, change your passwords. Enable two factor authentication if you haven't. Um, I, I'm sure they've talked about this in different ways, uh, Jocelyn. But if if I do text versus uh, you know an app or a key fob or whatever. Always go app or key fob over text, right? That's what I'm always, everyone always says. Like it's, it's more secure, but that's way more secure than the text thing, right? Yeah. So the problem with any sort of SMS is that it's just plain text, right? So yeah. you're just sending the message over the medium, right? So that's never going to be secure. If anyone can ever get access to, your transmission, they're going to be able to read that message no problem. They don't need any additional tools, nothing. But if you're using anything like any apps, then when they're sending their transmissions, they're encrypting it, right? So you have that one more level of security 
on your security, which is a good thing, right? Sure. <laughs> like SMS is better than absolutely nothing, but it can it can be compromised in so many ways. And it's been around so long that everybody knows all the ways to compromise it. So it's not even like it's new and fancy and no one knows how to break it. Right. Like it, it yeah. So it's one of those things where like it's better than nothing, but there are even better options. Yeah. And multi like MFA is mul- multiple factor authentication. Multi factor. Right? Yeah. So authentication. Yeah. So uh, if you're used to hearing two FA, it means two. That's fine. Two is great. But MFA is even better because it means you've got lots of ways they'll, they'd have to get over. I don't know these humps to do stuff, and yeah, I would, it's I would all be, about putting like as many as many blocks or right. like as many ways to prove you are who you are. Right. So if you got a game as a service, whatever that game is, an MMO, uh, you know, whatever, uh, this is just an this is sort of a must, not just with Twitch and any other service. Like if you don't have this on your Gmail slash Google account, do it today. Oh boy, I learned that the hard way about five six years ago. I got hacked, <laughs> and I lost control of my email for about six hours, and it was a it was a nightmare because everything's in there. Like yeah. other secure information. You only get to anything else. Oh. You got to route it through your damn yeah. email. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. of it. It's I've, all there. I've got so the same. It was um, really bad. Certain accounts. I do not have uh multi-factor. I'm not going to mention them, uh, but those are because there's really nothing important attached to them. <laughs> you, you hear all those, uh, those, the, all that typing sound. That's everybody trying to hack Garrett right now. That's what's yeah. Going on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like uh, there, I, I think I'm finally nothing. Nothing doesn't have multi-factor for me. Yeah, if these, it's available. Yeah, Not everybody it's available. has it available, but most most services do. Guys, I want to talk to you about Canva Pro. It's a design platform. I like those. These, uh, this is a, the kind of platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. If you design with Canva Pro, it's fast, easy, fun to use. You can choose from thousands of professionally made templates, which are easy to customize, and simple drag-and-drop features. Or you can start from scratch if that's what you want to do. Canva Pro comes with endless premium fonts, photos, videos, and more elements that give the personality and style you're looking to try to achieve with your presentation. Get all this and more with the Canva Pro subscription and stay on top of team projects with an easy organizing system that allows you to share, edit, and comment in real time with Canva Pro. You and up to four teammates can unlock Canva Pro in just no time for only $12.99 a month. It's amazing. Wow your audience with Canva Pro, the easiest way to create presentations. Get a free 45, that's free is the word, free 45-day extended trial by going to canva.me slash instance. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash instance to get your 45-day extended trial. The show is also brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp trying to help you figure out what interferes with your happiness or prevents you from achieving your goals. You can start communicating with BetterHelp and a therapist in under 48 hours, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches and make it easy and free to change counselors as needed. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. And it's convenient, professional, and affordable. And they'll help you with everything from sleeping, depression, uh, anxiety issues, self-esteem, anger, grief, trauma, you name it. They're there for you. So, here's what I want you to do. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash instance. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash instance for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. You know, one of the most annoying things that ever got hacked for me was, was Mm. my damn Netflix account. 
Oh, how'd that go? For Weirdest you? thing. I, I think I'm pretty sure I know how it got hacked. I uh, stayed in Airbnb in New York City and I logged into my Netflix while I was there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I uh, was staying with a friend because Airbnbs are illegal in New, New York City, or at least it was when I stayed there. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and uh, yeah, I, don't, I think I forgot to log out, but like I, I, at the same time, too, I'm like still like, I don't know how they got my password and yeah. put it on other devices, but the, they, they changed my password and it is remarkably difficult. To like talk to Netflix and get them to change your shit if you don't have your own password to your own account. Oh, yeah. And my whole takeaway was how rude. I would have <laughs> happily let that person keep using my Netflix if yeah. they had just kept the password the same. I would have been none the wiser. <laughs> yeah. Like, just share maybe the my recommendations would have gotten weird, but hell, if they had put up like a second account, <laughs> like, hey, yo, you forgot to log out. I'm taking your account now. I'd have been like, whatever. They deserve it. What if it was like, just Bridgerton? <laughs> Every time you clicked anything, it said, you should be watching Bridgerton. And then you'd be like, I gotta start. <laughs> I, I don't know what Bridgerton over. is, so I don't know how oh, I know good. it would be by good. that suggestion. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was all right. My wife loved it. So. It's like a period drama. <laughs> it's now the second most watched thing on Netflix ever in its history. Uh, it was number one until this uh, Squid Game until thing Squid happened, Game. <laughs> which nobody saw that coming. So what a world that is. But yeah, all no, that this stuff. Is, this does not look like something I would like. Uh, Bridgerton, no. <laughs> this looks like, all right, when people are dressed like this, they better be effing vampires or I ain't watching your shit. Well, they, <laughs> There's no vampires. There is a lot yeah, of, okay. there is a lot of effing though. A lot of effing. <laughs> this so, is, yeah, this is vampire bait. said, but there was not as much as I was expecting and I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was like mild. <laughs> the expectation I'm learning here. so much about Jocelyn today. <laughs> it was, <laughs> It was mild to mi- medium uh, romance novel level. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't anything too crazy. I but. don't want to hear any more uh, judgment about my wallpaper choices, okay? I don't want to hear any more. I'm just picturing what you have on your wallpaper right now. Some kind of hentai uh, compilation uh, thing. Like, what Mandalorian concept art. Oh, well, damn uh, it. All right. He's grown up now, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more anime 1080p for him. It's all changed. That's great. Uh, all right. Uh, quick uh, other couple notes here. Um, so do that. A password manager is also really great if you can do one. Um, I have it generate nightmare passwords that no one's ever going to get uh, for everything. <laughs> My husband always gives me crap because I'll go to like log into something on the TV yeah. and I have to pull out my phone, pull up my last pass, like grab my like 20 character long thing. It takes me you're 10 minutes. You're doing it right. Yeah, yeah you are doing, doing it right. right. That's what you're supposed to. I've been like yelling at yeah. so hard. Yeah. No one else in my life does that. Yeah. yeah. I can't get any of my loved ones, my family, my friends. I'm like, and, and all of them get hacked. All of them are like, oh, shit, I can't get into the, my, my, my Postmates. And I'm like. Yeah, because they called it Post. There's free competitors. What are you yeah. doing? Like, post oh, one, two, God. three. Yeah, exactly. Don't do that. Like I've got a, I've got a friend. I don't say who it is because we might share what knowledge of them. But for a while there, their their Netflix password was super easy because they didn't want to spend a bunch of time like Jocelyn described putting their password in. So the password was Pooh, P-O-O, for a long time. <laughs> and all lower, not even a capitalization, all lowercase Pooh. It's funny because it also describes the quality of that password. Yeah. No, it's a poo password for sure. Uh, and they got hacked. So don't do that. Uh, make it a little harder. And also, you know, most modern like set-top boxes, Apple TVs, the new Rokus, like those things support uh, pinging your phone for you to send that password over your yeah. your local Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, and, I'm, not, I'm not trying to flex, but I just got like a massive LG 
TV. Um, we've, oh, we've nice re-outfitted our living room yeah. and, um, <laughs> installing the apps on there, uh, almost all of them throw up a QR code now. Yeah. And the television's so big. I don't have to walk up to the TV to scan it with my phone. It's wonderful. Yeah, you can do it for your butt. <laughs> you can lay on your couch and go hurt and get yeah, it. I was under three chihuahuas yeah. and I just like lifted my arm up and it's like, Wing, you're logged in. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is great. This is so wonderful. <laughs> As somebody, uh, somebody who lived through the Microsoft, uh, Apple wars of the, uh, nineties. Um, it is a weird thing to sit down with my, my Xbox series X fired up and know that the best right now, the best performing video app on there is an Apple TV plus app. That's crazy to me on a Microsoft console. It's just, sometimes you got to take yourself back. It's like finding out Sonic's in an, in a, a freaking Mario game. Like that was unheard of back in the day. Those competitions were, were thick, man. And now what are you going to, this is going to be our generations. Like, like, okay, take your pills, grandpa. I'm going to be like ranting to like my younger, my <laughs> oh, younger family time. members. Like you don't get it back in the day. Sonic and Mario, they couldn't be together. They couldn't be together. <laughs> you can't pour they Coke in your Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they'd kill each other if we were living in the nineties. So, uh, you know, whatever. It's like, uh, you know, we, we fought against Japan, but we're pals now. It's like that. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, shh, shh, it's okay. It's okay, Grandpa. We'll see you. We'll see you on the next visitation day. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, some big, I like these tips uh, that were put in here by Jocelyn. Remember, anything that's connected to the internet is vulnerable and anyone can be targeted, no matter who you are. Uh, careful with your downloads. Not all add-ons, weak auras, skins, or mods are friendly. I, boy, I can attest to this. When Nick was really into Minecraft during his formative <laughs> years, uh, he would download mods from sites that no one had heard of. And sure enough, the network now had like eight malware things running because just downloading skins for Minecraft, like it was bad. So this is probably obvious to a lot of you, but still important to remember. Uh, don't use the same password or even password pattern and change it every once in a while. Never, never hurts. Uh, enable multi-factor authentication, choosing apps over SMS every time. Be careful what you share. Don't talk about your cat if they're in your password hint. Okay. Also, when people fish for it on Twitter, here's what they do. They say... Your name, or no, your stripper name yeah. is your mom's maiden name plus the street you grew up on. And yeah, you're like, like oh, this is fun. Those out publicly. Yeah, quit doing those because they're getting, that is what they're doing. They are fishing. Yeah. Straight up getting fished. There uh, are a lot of um, like programs and, and people dedicated to scraping social media, figuring out who you are and grabbing all your posts to yeah. try to find your information. Right. Like it's not... You're not making it hard for them, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can uh, I can I also add though that like I did I did one like a week ago that was like uh, like your history of cars. Yeah. Um. And someone like the first response was, "Oh, your first car is like a security question." And I'm it like, is. "I don't give a shit. I want to talk about my cars." Yeah. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean is fine because usually they give you a list of possibilities. So if you never use your first car yeah. as uh, one of your security questions, then you're fine to yeah. talk about your cars. Same with your cat. You could talk about like I talk about Thrall all the time. He's got nothing to do with my security. It's all yeah. good. And, and anything I have that's like really, really important, there's two factor anyway. So it don't matter yeah. if you have my damn security questions. That's right. Also, his cars are cool. So don't give him crap about his car. No, not my first car. It was a 1996 Honda Accord. It had four doors. It was white. It was automatic with taupe interior. So there's a lot of security questions for you there. That's also your, that's like your parents. Taupe. It's your, your parents' yeah, car. Yeah, parent car. Big time. 
Mom, can I, I borrow the car? car? Can I borrow <laughs> your four-door white Accord? One. Okay. I, I mean, I love Accords. Don't get me wrong. They've t- treated me real well. But trying to see you all punked out and everything like you used to be, driving around in a freaking four-door white family sedan. That's pretty great. I, I, I've, uh, I got my old punk jacket from my parents. I, I saw them recently. It was my dad's birthday. And they're like, hey, we're cleaning out your closet. Do you want any of this shit? And I forgot that I had this old uh, punk jacket that I sewed like a billion patches onto. Um, and I was definitely driving around in a, in like a mom mobile accord, nice. uh, dressed like that. Yeah. Nice. So next show you'll wear that, right? You'll have that on that jacket. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just a black down jacket. It's just covered in, covered in like patches and shit. I know what I want. Um, Hey, VPNs, they'll work. Those work good too. Uh, it's here's your location, your IP address, your history, activity, uh, devices, all that stuff. So if you, I always run mine when I'm shopping for airline tickets, cause I'm convinced they will get more expensive if they know it's me visiting again after not that is hilarious (laughs) that's i mean now i'm now that i think about it that's not a bad idea i mean i'm not saying for sure they're doing it but i don't trust anything about the airlines so oh yeah, yeah i do that anytime i search for anything medical um so uh my hair's been thinning yeah If you can and believe it, look so, at that hair. I've been doing some research. I've been yeah. doing some research, and like the first time I searched for it, suddenly all I saw was was hair loss ads, yeah. and it gives me extreme anxiety. Yeah, um, like extreme anxiety. I don't want to be thinking about it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, now when I search about it, I turn on my VPN, and I'm seeing a lot less ads. Yeah. I don't think. I think no matter what hair loss you may experience due to just time and age, you're never going to lose all that hair. There's no way. Katie keeps telling me uh, you'll experience the sweet relief of having hair as thin as the rest of us. Yeah. The rest of the world. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You'll be one of us again. You're you're, it's like a yard. Your bushes will just be as thick and horrible as the rest of the world. (laughs) Instead right now you're like a jungle. You got a lot of hair, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm making peace with it. There's a part of my brain that's like, boy, it'd be nice to just shave my head and like never need to worry about oh, styling my hair. Yeah, again. dude, I could fail that. Kind of, be kind of cool. Well, mine's you know ever pulling back, but I had baldness on all sides of my family. I'm not bald, so I was about to say, man, you, 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 you beat the gene pool. If I that's did. the case. I did. My <laughs> yeah, dad was bald. My mom's dad was bald. Uh, my uncles were all bald. Everybody in my life is bald, but me. And my brother, he's not bald. So I guess we both got lucky. And my sister's not bald, but that usually doesn't affect her. It's male pattern baldness for a reason. Okay. Uh, moving on. Let's, uh, before we wrap things up with an email, um, I wanted to at least ask. So Mercenaries came out this week. And you guys of the, are on, of the Hearthstone variety. The Hearthstone variety. And you guys are on the Angry Chicken over there. Um, I will say, after playing a number of just PVE matches, uh, I think I kind of like it. Um, it, it. It mimics... It's so funny because when they were originally marketing it or talking about it before the release, it was hard for me to understand what exactly they were making. It wasn't. It just wasn't. You were sure. not alone. I think everybody yeah. felt that way. But what it ended up being is it's basically one of those often mobile games, but one of these mobile games where you collect heroes and you level them up and you gear them and you give them special abilities and and the higher they level, the better they are. And you can spend money to to speed that process up or get the kind of stuff you want or whatever. But you send them out on battles and they have these battles and you you kind of turn base, tell them what you want them to do. And then the battle ensues and then you go back to camp and see how you did. And, you know, you did some achievements and means you unlock some stuff. And it's one of those. And I kind of like it. I'm not you know, I'm not going to say it's suddenly I'm, this is my only thing I'm going to play this year. But I was I was yeah. a little surprised how much I liked it. So curious. I was what you guys expecting think. it 
to be like devoid of value and for me to hate it on a level that I couldn't control. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's, it's surprisingly, I was not expect. I, so I've never played any, any of those games. People tell me it's kind of like raid shadow legends. It's kind of like uh, star Wars galaxy of heroes. Yeah. Um, I've never played those games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm playing it and I can't, I cannot get over how much it reminds me of like OG game boy, Pokemon combat. Oh, and oh yeah. There's a, I can see that for sure. And all those games kind of have that. The too. colors are even match up. So you've got red yeah. units, blue units, green units. And, uh, what is it? Red deals, double damage to green, green deals, double damage to blue and blue deals, double damage to red. So I have just started thinking about them as fire, grass, water, and I never need to look up that damage triad again. Oh, that's a great way to look at it. It's exactly the same it's as the Pokemon. Same, yeah. 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 And a lot of those, those games you used as comparisons are, are great comparisons because that is exactly what those are. And like, so in a lot of ways, what they've done here is very lifted from that model. But I'm jealous of you having never played those others. Um, those others are horrible time sucks. But they are all based on this gotta catch them all sort of Pokemon thing. And to various levels, some of them succeed more than others. There's an Apple Arcade game that has no microtransactions and no none of the that garbage in it. But it is one of these games, but it's for Star Trek called Legends. Um, and I got really hooked on that. Um, partly because it doesn't have any of that. Hey, if you spend a couple of bucks, you could mirror it. It doesn't have any of that. <laughs> And so you just play the game for what it is, but it's fun because it's like, I got to get Picard. I want to find Odo and where's my, you know, I, I just want to find every Star Trek character and have them in my lineup and then level them up and take them on missions and so on and so forth. And that's, that's what they've made here. And it's cool. It's fine. Like as a mode in Hearthstone, which already has all the Hearthstone goodness. Why not? I say, just keep adding weird shit like this. I think it's, I think it's great. What I mean, uh, Joss, your thoughts. I'm sure you've messed around a bit. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I'm maybe a little bit more down on it than you guys. It's okay. I liked it at the beginning. I found that like when I was first leveling my characters, it was really rewarding. Like it was giving me all those like dopamine hits with the like the level up animation and everything else. But it's so grindy that that goes away after a couple hours. And then it's like you're waiting a really long time for those things to happen so I don't know. I it it lives in the same place for me as uh, other single player Hearthstone content, where it's fine. It's a time sink, but the like I'm just gonna play it when I would play single player Hearthstone. Like I still prefer standard. I still prefer uh, battlegrounds over this mode. Like it's never going to be my mode of choice unless I can't play anything else. But my big problem with that is that usually I play single player content when I'm on the go. Like we're driving to my in-laws or something. They live like four hours away. So I'm passengering in the car and sitting on my phone and playing a game. Normally that would be single player Hearthstone because the the cell signals hit or miss. But now I might play mercenaries, except that the Hearthstone mobile client is just hot garbage now. Like I like hit the the icon on my phone and I have a Pixel 5, so I don't even have an old phone. Mm-hmm. I hit the icon and it's like it thinks about it for five minutes, never does anything, and I have to close it. It takes me sometimes like 10, 15 minutes to get the client to work, and then it crashes like 10 minutes into my gameplay. Like it it's is just a yeah. mess. Super yeah. Bloated, yeah. So I'm like, this is the use case for me where I would actually play mercenaries, but the client is preventing me from doing that. So I'm kind of like, 
eh, like this is a mode I will never spend dollars on. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad it exists for people who enjoy it. I'll yeah. put it that way. But yeah. it's not my jam. <laughs> yeah, I did. it's an interesting point about the about the mobile client. Um, It's got other issues, too. The cards come up in a way that obscure the ready button when yeah. you're ready to hit it. And, like, it's just kind of goofy that that's such an afterthought here because the mode is tailor made for toilet time for I'm on the bus. I'm in the waiting room. Like <laughs> it's like, oh, toilet time. That's my favorite gotcha game. Yeah. That's a great game. But you know what I mean? Like that's when you're playing these games, they're not going to be, it's not the kind of thing you're going to be like, Oh, I'm going to, now I'm going to sit down at my desk and I'm going to play mercenaries for hours. Like it feels like a mobile game. So make it more yes, mobile yeah. friendly. I don't, I don't know. Like almost a separate Which is client. why, like I, I really think they should have made it its own thing. Like it should have just been its own, like Hearthstone colon Mercenaries app on the App Store. Just like Warcraft Mercenaries. Like yeah, yeah. sure, yeah, Blizzard yeah. Mercenaries. Maybe they should call it like Blizzard Heroes. Ooh. <laughs> what Ooh. if it was like a like a storm or a nexus, and oh, you had yeah, all like of the that. Blizzard so like close. famous Blizzard characters? Oh, weird. Um, oh, I you see. You know what's like, really fun is MOBAs. They should do a MOBA. <laughs> With all of the Blizzard IPs. Yeah, and I like that Nexus idea. They all come together uh, from other yeah. places into one yeah, place. And, yeah, maybe they should cannibalize Overwatch yeah. esports and pour some effort into that. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I like that idea. Hey, look, there's always 2022. Let's see what they can do. You never know. I like uh, it. I like it. Quick, uh, oh, quick take on uh, Back for Blood, Garrett. Uh, you like it, I take uh, it. Game of the year for me. <laughs> really? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter it. you. I'm going to counter you real quick and you tell me you you tell me I'm wrong and explain why it is really good. It's a really well-made left for dead like game and it has people who worked on those games there. So it's got a pedigree and the, the fighting or the shooting feels really good. The guns feel great. Uh, the pacing is good. It's a beautiful new engine. Uh, so facelift on all counts, all that stuff. But, and it's got the cool card system and some other things, some tweaks in it to make the, the game a little more interesting with builds and things. But I still feel like I'm just playing more Left for It feels like a modded out Left for Dead to me. And I don't know if that's bad or good or what that is, but I guess if you just love Left for Dead, Back for Blood's here for you. It's also on Game Pass, so it's like real low barrier to entry um, and everywhere else. But uh, but also I kind of feel like I've, I've done this for 400 hours before. Why am I doing it again? Kind of feeling. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I feel what bad. What is your favorite shooter uh, of all time? Probably yeah. Unreal Tournament from 2000 and 2000. Okay. <laughs> 2000 and 2000. Okay. I just realized. Um, okay. Well, as far as like future is Scott um, action bloated into the sun yet. Like an actiony, um, actiony multiplayer focus kind of thing. Definitely Unreal Tournament. Probably. You know, it's probably closer to something. Like, oh, so, you know what? So I got which it. Unreal was that in uh, 2000? That Unreal, uh, Unreal. No, it was Unreal. Well, Unreal Tournament was in was in 2000, and that was technically the second game because Unreal was the one from 97 or whatever. Okay. okay, did it feel like more of Unreal from 97? Yeah, it did. Yeah, but better. <laughs> but better. It looked better. It played better. Okay, no, I know. I see where you're going with this. All right. <laughs> I'm, you're winning my argument. Okay, my favorite shooter, I changed my mind then. My favorite campaign shooter and multiplayer for that matter is probably actually Titanfall 2. But again, it's better than, it's a stack on top of Titanfall. I understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> so Titanfall 2 um, feels a lot like Titanfall 1. It's just better. Yeah. Um, and so to me, that's back for blood. Um, 
not that it's my favorite ever and it's third person, not first person, but like one of my favorite sequels and one of the first times in my life where I felt like I really felt the step up from one to two was Gears of War. Gears mm. of War two yeah. is so much more fully fledged than one. It has so many more systems. Yeah. Um, I, that's when they introduced horde mode, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it's also and, very, that's like Titanfall two as well. Just such a yeah. vast improvement over the first game. It, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and so for me, Left 4 Dead two, I didn't think really improved over one and I didn't like the characters nearly as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still played the crap out of it cause I just like that, that core gameplay loop. Sure. Um, back for blood feels like an actual major step up mm. from its predecessors. Like there are so many more systems, um, and they're interest to me. They're interesting. Mm-hmm. I like how they change the gameplay and not to mention there's so, the, the, there's, but four acts, but they're broken up into so many more stages than either of the last two games had. Um, there's just more to progress through. Um, this, the, it's way more systems deep. Uh, and I like the, I like what it borrows from other shooters. Like my favorite part about call of duty is kitting out my gun. Yeah. So the fact that I can kit out my gun in my favorite zombie shooter of all time is like a massive net positive for me. Yeah, I could see that. I'm, I'm going to keep playing. Um, I just have this real, like done this before feeling. And I'm not saying that's bad. There's plenty of games I'd like to play again that I've done before. And I love man left for dead one and two. Oh, I know what I'll say. And then you can just decide how you want to respond to this. I think my biggest hang up with the game is that they're the most generic ass lame characters in the history of ever. And I say that, in light of the fact that Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 were magical with their characters. And what I mean is, you knew, and I talked about this on Core, so sorry to those who I'm repeating this, but you knew who those people were the second you saw them, and you could build backstory in your head immediately. You knew who Francis was and what he was all about. You knew what Bill was about and his grizzled old freaking, you know, I was in Vietnam kind of vibe. All of that stuff from the first game. Second game with Coach and that uh, Nick kid and the dude that was taking money out of the cash register. And that's oh, all you're you knew just about like him. Kyle. So Kyle and I'm repeating myself from Nexus gaming news. So we can just repeat ourselves <laughs> from other podcasts. Cause right. Ky- cause I said, I didn't like left for dead two as much as one. Cause I, I don't remember the characters and he went, Oh coach. And the dude in the white jacket. And you can see this in the first second of Nexus gaming news this week, where I go, yes, Kyle, tell me about your favorite character. You can't remember the freaking name of <laughs> um, that's left for dead two's cast. Do you remember their costumes uh, and coach? Because Coach was a great character. He was great. He I was think great. literally every other character was forgettable. But like and Zoe my favorite part and- of Left 4 Dead 2 was when they let me start playing as Left 4 Dead 1 characters in yeah. an update. Okay, well, fair enough. But 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 they were still really good at that characterization. It was immediate and it was, whether you liked them or not, you knew what they were, what they were about and where you were where you were going. Even though it didn't matter in the big scheme of things, you're just shooting zombies and who cares? No, no, no one character has anything over anyone else. And Francis is going to go, damn it, Bill. And Bill's going to say, reloading and whatever. It's just going to be that way. <laughs> and it was great. And I loved the that other- for it. I love that aspect of the game. This game is not yeah. that, dude. Those people are all the most lame-ass, secondary, tertiary, <laughs> uh, walking dead-ass characters. I hate them. They are. I'll give you that. But I thought I really felt that way about Left 4 Dead 2, except for Coach. Um, so it doesn't really Fair point. bother me Fair point. that much. Yeah. Um, and, and also, I don't know, uh, uh, what the do with the, the, the magnificent hair and uh, the character mom are really growing on me. Oh, yeah, the mom. Um, been the playing mom more, but they have some right. fun one-liners that remind me of, of Left 4 Dead. Yeah. 
Um, and here I am not being able to remember the name of the character. I'm defending. <laughs> um, but yeah, the other thing I noticed with it, like I, I, it's kind of, was kind of a negative. Like I like that left for dead, like the, and, and Kyle brought this up. I love the movie posters and like, oh, that's yeah. the kind of the, the pitch for each level you're playing through. Mm. And so I, I wasn't as hot on the idea of a single like arc all the way through the game, which is what back for blood does. But as I was playing through and like, I got to my first big kind of end of chapter and I got a new cinematic. I was like, I think this is like stealth, a Diablo game. Mm. If oh, like playing through a Diablo campaign, mm. cause I also don't give a flying shit about the characters in Diablo, but the cinematics at the end of the chapters are really cool. Yeah. They're like really well made. Yeah. Uh, yeah and um, like they're from, from every angle, it's a, that's a really pretty triple a level game. Uh, they do some interesting thing with some of the, the mods, the zombie types that aren't just normal zombies. Like it's got a lot, a lot going for it. And I think people are going to be, Oh, if I see one more pile of crows, though, I'm going to kick a, a dog. I hate them so much, those piles oh, of crows. Oh, they're great, though. Oh, oh, I love I hate I, them. Finding ways to screw you over in this type of game. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that car alarms are back. I also love that they're like fire emergency doors that if you open, set off an alarm. Yeah. Um, and the, 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 the scaring birds to to attract zombies is great. It's pretty good. It's uh, so watch for Garrett's new uh, back for blood podcast coming soon to a podcast player near you. (laughs) All right. Uh, Did you play it at all? Jocelyn? I I forgot to ask. (laughs) No, no, I didn't. You're fine. Totally. All right. Good. (laughs) I I don't, I didn't play much. It's a new spooky game and you haven't played it. No, I like spooky games. I don't usually like zombie games. So I picked up man of the Dan, by the way. (gasps) Oh, It's wonderful. What is it? Yeah. What a delightful, <laughs> what a delightful game. Wait. Uh, this was just mentioned it in the last episode. She was talking about the dark pictures anthology. Yeah. And the first game in the series is man of Medan. And so, um, uh, I almost bought like the whole set and I was like, well, what if I hate it? So I just, yeah. I just ordered, I just ordered man of Medan. Um, man of Medan. Just, okay. Just Let's... cracked that, uh, with Katie and we're loving it. Like, it's it's oh great. especially if you're playing you're playing co-op then no or we're she's oh, she's okay. drinking wine and i'm piloting <laughs> <laughs> well because the, yeah that's the the like asymmetrical uh co-op game where like you can play online with somebody and they're playing through a different like part of the story than you oh, are i didn't know it did that yeah, yeah. oh that's what? cool yeah so you're both playing through at the same time and then so sometimes am i like, missing something doing a, single player um maybe <laughs> i really liked i really liked playing with somebody else because they they make really good use of of like when you come back together and what that looks like because it, it's yeah it, i don't want to say you're too blowing, much i don't want to spoil it you're but, blowing yeah. my mind yeah but yeah. I, I don't know like can i do it on the couch or does it have to be online uh, I think it would probably have to be online because you're experiencing two different stories. So I don't know how Ooh. you would do that sitting in the living room. Yeah, like, that's, true. <laughs> that's a good point. You'd have to be in another room at least, but yeah, you'd have to be in another room. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I'm looking no, at, this no. is a pretty game. This looks nice. It like, is pretty. Um, and the way that they handle the camera when you're moving around is really clever. It's like, imagine OG like locked resident evil camera. If it was good, <laughs> <laughs> and effective okay um, all right yeah it was never like good but i understand sure it's it's cool <laughs> i mean yeah, i like it's, it's easy for scares thing is from the the until dawn people so if you liked until dawn you'll probably oh like until it. dawn is great yeah yeah oh, i had no idea this even existed man of Madame. it is it is clever in <laughs> the way it portrays its story 
Okay. Like it's, 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 I'm going to check it's, it out. It's real cool. It's just on PC, I guess. Steam somewhere, whatever. I bought it for PS4 because I want well, PS5, but the Man of Dan's only comes in a PS4 version because oh, I want okay. to play it on the couch. Yeah, it looks like it's what, 2019? I've never heard of this. I've heard of everything. I haven't heard of <laughs> They've it. Done, um, the and next they're doing one, one a year. Came yeah. out. Didn't okay. It? Yeah. Uh, it comes out uh, next week. Uh, it comes okay. out next Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had you had mentioned it, and I was like, oh damn, it's cheap. Like these aren't expensive games. So, oh, it's like, also I, on Game Pass. There you go. <laughs> oh, it is on Game Pass? No way. No way. No. I have no excuse now. Okay, but let me ask this. Is it a horror game in a horror sense, or is it just intense and like a thriller kind of thing? Like I jumped multiple times and I'm only yeah. two or three hours into it. Okay. There are jumpy bits. Yeah. Great. I Means There was fun. one moment that was should not have been scary and I legitimately went, ah! <laughs> 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 All right. I'm going to yeah. try it. I'd never, I don't know how yeah. I didn't hear this. I also scoured, I've scoured Game Pass up and down multiple times just because I like to know everything that's in there. I've never seen this. I feel like I'm gonna do. Oh, let's also. Can we talk about the title "Man of Medan"? I don't know what the hell that means. There's nothing about that that seems scary. Man of that's Medan. fair. Like I would it's have absolutely passed this by. I would have been like, "Oh, uh, Man of Medan," and it's an actor's face I recognize. What Alan Wake bullshit is this? <laughs> I, I see. just finished my first playthrough of Alan Wake, and I loved Dude, it. Dude, Alan, so. Wake's, uh, Alan Wake is it fine. me to tears. It's like, fine. Alan Wake is fine. It's a good game. It's all right. It's not, it's not my cup of tea. I, I respect it. I have respect for Alan. I, I can respect something and not like it. And that's my feeling on, on Alan Wake. F- fair enough. <laughs> uh, so this yeah, dark pictures, man, I feel like I, I feel like you guys woke me up from a fake coma and you're telling me a lie about a thing that doesn't exist, but I guess it exists. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I usually know all this stuff and I have no idea what this game is. It's like Marty and Doc. Like, no, Marty, it's, it's, it's anthological video games. Yeah. We got to do something about the anthological video games. <laughs> it's your kids. Anthological video games. Um, all right. Excellent uh, stuff there. We're going to, we're going to take our leave. Thanks everybody for hanging around. We hope uh, our deep dive into the Twitch mess <clears throat> at least gets some of you on two factor authentication and helps you understand that whole situation better. We'll hit another big talk topic next week uh, here on the show. Don't forget in the meantime, you can support the show at theinstance.net, become an Instance Plus member, and get all sorts of benefits. They're all detailed there. Go check it out. Uh, before we go, quick uh, roundhouse about who's doing what this week. Uh, Jocelyn, anything cool happening? Uh, nothing really. Just uh, pimping the charity as normal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is the month. Over. This is it. Yeah. It, what are your, what yeah. are your play? You've got dates, right? Remind people when you're going to be streaming and all that. When's that happening? So tentatively next week, because we're going to be streaming the new um, anthologies entry, which is From Ashes or House of Ashes. Damn it. I always get the name wrong. (laughs) Something about Ashes. (laughs) Anyways, it's the next one in that series. There's Man of Medan, Little Hope, and then a new one. It's Ash uh, Wednesday. We're all going to go to church. We're going to get a little cross (laughs) put on our forehead. that's Midnight Mass. That's Midnight Mass. (laughs) That was my childhood, Jocelyn. That was my childhood. So then, yeah. So um, tentatively on on Friday, I've got some some medical stuff that might mess with that, but we'll see. Um, but definitely November sixth, which is uh, Extra Life Game Day, we will be streaming um, from the get go all the way through the day. So uh, go and check that out if you want to follow the stream. That's over on Twitch. I'm Joss Plays J O C E Plays, and if you want to support the charity, you can go to Bitly slash T G I Extra Life 2021. Very very nice, Garrett. What's going on around you? 
Uh, well, uh, if you like that Back for Blood uh, ramble there, uh, you should go check out the latest episode of Nexus Gaming News, available everywhere you get your podcasts, or you can go to nexusgamingnews.com, or you can watch the video version, which I put a lot of effort into, and I would really appreciate it if you watched it, yeah. over at youtube.com slash amovetv. Oh, very nice. Go check all those things out. While you're at it, uh, there's more at frogpants.com. Plenty of shows happening. I do a general video game show, speaking of which. Uh, on Thursdays called Core, and uh, we had a really great one last night. Uh, went pretty deep into some cool stuff, and um, I don't want to spoil it too much. Just go listen, frogpants.com slash core. This show can be found at theinstance.net. That includes all our archives. You can find us on Twitter at Instance Show, Scott Johnson, Garrett Art, and, of course, Joss Plays. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.